0: I'm Brimo Morales, and I'm on a journey to making six figures online. Join me as I celebrate my wins, discuss my losses, and bring out some friends along the way. This is Brimo Live Journey to Six Figures. What's going on, Facebook world? Brimo here with another episode of Brimo Live Journey to Six Figures. And today, I'm going to tell you how to tell your story to the world, whether the format is video, whether the format is a blog post, it does not matter. This formula that I've got for you is going to be able to be used on any platform, any social media, anywhere you wanna put it, does not matter. Even talking like in live settings, this will totally work for that. So if you can see and hear me okay, type yes in the comments below so that I know you're here, I know you can hear me, I know everything's working right. Cool, cool. Let's get started tonight. I am excited about this topic because telling your story is extremely important especially as an online marketer. So um, when you are building your brand and you are using yourself as the brand, your personal brand, it is imperative for you to put yourself out there so that your audience can get to know you, so that they can start know, liking, and trusting you because those are the types of people that they feel comfortable buying from if you have a product for them to buy later on down the road. It's a great way for you to build your following, build your audience, You know, it's really important for you to get really comfortable telling your story. And depending on what message you're trying to put out there is going to be dependent upon what story that you tell. But I'm not gonna get into all of that right now. What I'm gonna get into is giving you the formula to tell the perfect story every single time, no matter where you are telling your story. So, I'm gonna drop a link in the comments below because everything that I'm going to use right now, what's up Joetta, thanks for showing up. Every every part of the formula that I'm gonna be going over right now is actually found in the book, Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson. I'm gonna post a link to the book down below if you wanna check it out. But if not, take notes because this formula is super important to telling your story. And what it is basically is eight simple questions for you to formulate to be able to tell your story. So everybody that I bring on my show here, I give them these eight questions so that they can tell their story in an easier way. And it helps them kind of brainstorm things out and stay kind of on topic because sometimes when you tell stories, it's very easy to just go off and on a tangent and just talk about random stuff that isn't necessarily important to the true message of the story, the value in the story. So. Let's go ahead, dive in, make sure you've got your pen in your notebook so you can write down these eight questions as we go along. So this can be found on page 114 of Expert Secrets and is super valuable stuff. The first question is your backstory. What is your backstory that gives us a vested interest in your journey? Why is this important? Because this is helping your audience get to know you, you're getting to express who you are as a person it helps them relate to who you are so you can say something like i used to be a construction worker something along those lines you know i always i grew up in a family of people that were in the construction business i learned the trade so it was expected of me to be able to do that whatever 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 so that's your backstory where are you coming from where does your story start why should people care in essence but it also gives them a way to relate to you So what is your backstory? That is question number one, and you should definitely spend a little bit of time when you're writing all these questions down and when you're about to tell your story and think about your backstory because that's that's how people are gonna start being able to relate to you. That's why they care about you. When you watch a movie of any sort, the main character, it never starts Well, I mean, I won't say never, but it doesn't always start at the beginning of their life. The movie will start in a random place in their life. But as you're going through the movie, you kind of see the backstory of the character. The scene is being set. The movie is being set. The story is being set so that it can be told. So That is your backstory. It's basically the beginning of your story, the beginning of the movie. That was number one. Number two. Number two is your desires. What is it that you want to accomplish? And there's two parts to this question. We're gonna talk about external. What is the external struggle you are dealing with? And then we're gonna talk about internal. What is the internal struggle you are dealing with? So when I write my ads for online marketing, I, I like to talk a lot about how externally I was having to commute an hour each way from work. I was tired all the time, my back and neck were hurting. It was hard for me to want to keep going to work and enjoy my life because I was just tired and in pain all the time and I hated driving an hour each way. And so that was an external struggle, is those limitations, but I had to go to work because I needed to make money to pay the bills. Internally, internally, I was feeling like I was kind of failing in a way because my wife and I we were, you know, fighting about money for a while and then when I finally got this job it was like cool this seems to be the answer to my prayers yet I'm, you know, feeling exhausted, feeling like overwhelmed and wanting to give up basically wanting to find something new just internally my step feeling in your stomach when you're just like oh i don't want to do this anymore that's more internal external are like what's physically going on in the world around you in your story and internally is like what are you feeling you know do you feel like a failure do you feel depressed do you feel overwhelmed do you feel frustrated like what are you feeling internally and what's going on around your world externally and your desire is basically the solve to those problems. So that's number two, it's talking about desires, it's talking about what's going on in your world externally and internally that makes you want to find the solution to those problems. So if you're with me, let me know in the comments below that you're with me, that you get this stuff. We're just on number two. Hey Buzz, thanks for jumping on man. Nope, we just got done with question number two. We got eight questions, you're here, awesome. Number three. Number three is the wall. What was the wall or problem you hit within your current opportunity that started you on this journey? So maybe because, you know, I thought this job was the answer to my prayers, but then I realized, like, oh, like I'm having to work so much. I'm having to put in so much effort into it and. You know, with the struggles and things going on, my back and neck are hurting me all the time. Like, this doesn't feel like the solution any more than I thought it was. And that's basically the wall. Like, what is that, what is the problem that you hit? Like, you thought you had the answer, but it wasn't the answer. Oh, Brian, sorry. It says buzz on your (laughs) name. What's up, Brian? Thanks for jumping in. Um... So that wall, like when you're trying to solve your problem, you come up against a wall sometimes. We come up against a problem, we come up against an obstacle that kind of keeps us from getting where we want to go. So I wanted to make money, I wanted to make a living for myself, but I felt like the only way I could do it was working a 40 plus hour job. So that could be my wall, is that 40 plus hour job that I thought was a solution. So let's backtrack. Number one was backstory. Number two was desires, externally what's going on in your life, internally what's going on in your life. Number three is wall. And number four is the epiphany. What was the epiphany you experienced and new opportunity you discovered? So when I'm talking about my online marketing, that is my epiphany. I was literally scrolling through my newsfeed one day, I came across my mentor Keala in a video and he was talking about online marketing. And I didn't really know what it was about, but I felt like I should keep watching this video because maybe this could work for me. And I realized that this was, this was it. I had my epiphany. This is what I wanted to do was become an online marketer. So that's the epiphany right now. That's the new um, opportunity that I discovered while I was going through my journey. I wanted to find another way of being able to create an income without working 40 plus hours a week, without struggling with being exhausted and in pain all the time and being able to do what I wanted. So the epiphany was online marketing. That was number four. Number five is the plan. What was the plan you created to to achieve your desire? So in online marketing, my plan was to dive into this online marketing course, go through it, go through the training, and just implement everything that I learned. Simple as that, the plan. You found your epiphany, now, how are you going to make it happen, basically? How are you going to make it work for you? So it's pretty simple, the plan. Number six is the conflict. What conflict did you experience along the way? So just like you have a wall sometimes, more conflict is going to kind of come out um, towards the end. And the conflicts can actually be a little bit bigger than the wall. So for me, let's see. What would be a good example of conflict of, you know, starting my marketing, and then it just not working out as great as I thought it would at the beginning. So it was like, crap, like, this is an awesome plan, but I still don't know what I'm doing. I still don't have enough experience yet. You know, I don't have as much experience as these guys that have been doing it for five, ten years. And so it's like, man, I'm not getting the results that, that these guys are getting because I'm just not there yet. So that's a conflict. What problem happens? What part of the movie? This is a part of the movie when the hero... Is either defeated by the villain and we think that's it he's just done for or in a romantic comedy it's the point of the movie where um one of the characters messes up and you know he has to win the girl back basically like he screwed up really big he hurt her she wants nothing to do with him but he's like no i've got to get her back so that's this is the conflict this is that part of the movie right here what was going on in your life when you hit that conflict and the achievement What was your end result? So the achievement would basically be like, the hero comes back, he defeats the villain. The achievement would be, in my case, getting my first sale online. Like, no, I actually made this work for me. Like, just because it didn't work one time, I kept going and I actually made this work for me. I was able to quit my job. What is your end result? What is the big thing that you accomplished um, as you were going along? That's number seven. And number eight is similar to number seven, and this is the transformation. What was the transformation you experienced? So this is basically like, yes, I achieved what I wanted to achieve, or maybe even, no, I didn't quite get where I was going to get, where I wanted to get in the first place. So, you know, the hero, he went out and he wanted to win something. Like in the movie Cars, um, Lightning McQueen wanted to win the Piston Cup. And that was what he was set on. He was like, my desire is to win this. That's what I'm talking about. You know, he was very focused on winning it. But at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the movie Cars, but I'm sure almost everybody on here has seen that movie. Um, But spoiler alert, he is about to win the race. And then another car actually wipes out right towards the end of the finish line. And he could have easily just passed him and won. But what he did was he decided to help that other car over the finish line. And so the transformation was him going from, I am so focused on winning this cup, on being the best, on being the fastest car in the world, to being the bigger person and realizing that, you know, winning this prize isn't the biggest thing in the world, but the friends that I made along the way have transformed me into a person that's, that values people and love over winning a trophy, basically. So that's the transformation, you know, we're all on a journey inside your story, no matter what you go through, you transform one way or another, you know? So maybe you, like with online marketing for me especially, I definitely was like, okay, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna make money, I'm gonna be able to quit my job, and I'm gonna be rich and yada, yada, yada. Like that was my that was my hardcore like focus at the very beginning because I thought this is, you know, I'm gonna make this work for me, that's what's gonna happen. But as I went through the training, and and the courses and reading books and working on myself, I realize that the most important thing isn't the money, but I need to focus more on helping people and getting people those results that they desire as well, and teaching and sharing and providing value to the world. And by doing that, not only do I become a better person, but then money also follows, if that makes sense. So if you guys are liking this, if you understand it, let me know in the comments down below if you're getting this. That is the eight questions that you can ask yourself on how to create your story or tell your story anywhere you want to tell your story, whether you do a Facebook live, whether you do a video, whether you write it out in a blog post or even your ad. When you start writing your story ads, like you can use these questions to help you draft that. And again, it all comes from Expert Secrets, the book by Russell Brunson. I dropped a link down in the comments below for you to check out. If you haven't read this book, it's really good because it talks about telling your story, obviously, but also it talks about being able to do your own webinars and things like that and just build a product from scratch and a message. And it, I just really, really like this book, um, and it's, it's definitely helped me in my marketing career thus far so check it out for sure I highly highly recommend it I dropped a link down below for you to check it out if you would like um, it's it's free plus shipping so you pay like seven bucks for shipping and the book is yours and it's just invaluable information super cheap really awesome stuff what I wa- also wanted to do hey Chris I'm glad you like this concept totally use it dude I'm going to actually give you an example of the entire process I'm going to tell a story in my life. So let's do it. As I'm telling my story, kind of see if you can pick out the eight questions as I go along. Um, Look for my backstory. Look for my desires. Look for the wall that I hit. Look for my epiphany, my plan, my conflicts, my achievement, and my transformation as I tell my story. All right, so not all of you know this. Some of you may know this. If you've known me for... Quite a long time, you already know this about myself. But when I was growing up, I really wanted to learn how to play the guitar. I liked rock type music. The idea of like being in a rock band seemed like the coolest thing ever. And I just really wanted to learn how to play a guitar. So when I was 12 years old, my parents got me my first electric guitar. I was super excited about it. It was like the best thing ever. I was like, this is going to be freaking awesome. I'm going to be able to play guitar. And then, you know, I realized that it, it, It's not exactly easy (laughs) to learn how to play the guitar. Um, I didn't have the knowledge to play the guitar. I had to go and take lessons and I took a little bit of lessons and I was motivated enough to actually kind of teach myself chords. I learned a little bit of music in my lessons and I learned how to read tabs and then I learned how to form chords. So I used that and I kind of taught myself a little bit and I got a little bit better and I was able to Start learning how to play the guitar. Well, when I was, you know, still around 12, 13, maybe 14, I was in this youth group at church and they were starting a band and it was all males. There was like no females in the band. Um, as far as I remember, there was no girls in the band and, you know, I still wasn't amazing at the guitar, but I had taught myself a little bit and I wanted to join the band, but the youth pastor at the time wouldn't let me. Maybe it was because I just wasn't as advanced. Maybe it was because I just wasn't as advanced and a girl. I don't know. But for whatever reason, they wouldn't let me on. You know, I guess they didn't want to teach me or try to help me get better. So it didn't happen. And so I was, I was sad because I wanted to be in the youth band. You know, I wanted to be able to play guitar and to be up there every week or whatever. So luckily, we left that church and I found a new youth group. And in this youth group, My new youth pastor, super freaking awesome guy, love him so much. He actually, you know, allowed me. Well, I had an audition just like everybody else. We held auditions and they actually let me in the band. And I was super excited, super freaking excited because this is like what I had been wanting. You know, I wanted to be able to learn how to play. And he allowed me to get there and he was patient enough with me as I learned and I got better and better and better and I was up there almost every week playing guitar and it was freaking awesome. Fast forward a few years and I actually got to become a worship leader at an LGBT church here in San Antonio, um, right after college basically. And I loved it. I literally led worship every single week, the small LGBT church and they loved me, they appreciated me. And I did it all the way up until I moved to California uh, four years ago now. Um, I moved to California four years ago. So I went from not knowing about how to play the guitar, not having too, too much experience playing any instruments, to learning how to play the guitar, overcoming not being able to be in one youth group's band to another youth group's band, all the way to becoming a worship leader. And it was awesome. But... When I moved to California, one of the first weekends or so, we found a church that I really liked and I played like a little special with their band and it was awesome and I thought they said, you know, you can jump in and rehearse with us and play with us whenever you want to. And I started doing it a little bit, but one Easter Sunday out of nowhere, I just had this intense panic attack like I've never had before. Like my stomach was in knots. I started getting really hot nothing it didn't feel right it was just really weird and I literally had to like run off stage so I was extremely embarrassed and didn't couldn't go back in the service I just went home and then came back once the service was over to pick up my guitar or whatever and I was so just like oh my god I can't believe that happened you know I had been a worship leader for almost two years and never had to deal with that before so I have no idea what happened or why I had such a bad panic attack, but it hurt me so much that I I stopped really playing um, on the band and we didn't go to that church much anymore because that's around the time I got that full-time job and I worked weekends. So I just didn't really play my guitar for uh, a while after that. But I slowly picked it up again and I slowly started playing again. And it still still brings back memories sometimes. It was really painful to kind of remember that, but I'm working my way back to wanting to play my guitar more regularly and still enjoy it because that was something that that really made me feel awesome. That was one of my biggest achievements was being able to be that worship leader on that church's band, you know, in the LGBT church because it was a place that I was accepted. I could truly be myself I could truly accept my sexuality and who I was, and feel loved and accepted. And I could also help other people in the LGBT community feel loved, feel accepted, be able to worship God. And it was such an amazing experience. And it hurt a lot when I felt like I couldn't do that anymore. But like I said, now I am slowly picking it back up again. I'm slowly remembering why I loved it so much. And I won't. I don't regret any anything that happened. You know it. It happens, life happens, conflict is gonna come up at you, but I've still got my guitar and I'm still gonna start picking it up and playing it. But that's that's a story right there, guys. I told you of something that happened in my life. I went through my backstory, wanting to play guitar when I was growing up. I went through my, my struggles, you know, internally, like I really wanted to learn how to play, you know, I was excited and then externally I didn't have a guitar, but then my parents got me a guitar. So, there was that. The wall that I hit was my youth pastor not letting me be on the church band. My epiphany was going to a new church and the new youth pastor allowing me to be in the band. Um, or, you know, yeah, my epiphany was leaving that church. My plan was getting on to another church's youth group, which happened. And, you know, conflict came um, after worshiping and being a youth pastor, or not a youth pastor, a a worship leader for two years, and then all of a sudden having this conflict to where I felt like I couldn't play anymore because I had this huge panic attack. But my achievement was having been a youth, a worship leader, having been able to play at this new church that I had, and my transformation was just going through all of that and still finding my way back to my guitar, basically. So you can tell this story, your story, with these eight questions, And any, any part of your life, any part of your life that is relevant to whatever it is, whatever message it is that you're trying to express. Sorry, I'm a little tired today, so I apologize if it feels like, you know, I'm kind of talking everywhere and going up on tangents. Forgive me for that. Had a long day, but it was really fun. And I really hope that you guys are understanding the impact of the way that I'm telling this story. I'm able to stick more to the points because i wrote you know i wrote everything out beforehand i answered the questions it's really easy to tell your story when you have an outline like this so whether you're on stage and you're speaking to a group of people whether you're doing a go live just like i am right now or even in a sales video or a webinar if you follow this script it's going to help you reach people. It's going to help you knock down their barriers of why they don't want to buy, of why they don't want to necessarily, you know, listen to you at first, because you're going to be able to relate to them. They're going to find find similarities between your story and their life, and that is extremely powerful, because when people can relate to you, they'll start to like you, they'll feel like they know you, and then they want to trust you, which will allow them to purchase your product or service later on in the future. So telling stories, stories have been told since the beginning of time, since humans were living in in caves and writing stuff out on the caves. Like that is how we learn as humans. So if you can tell your story, you can teach, you can preach, you can reach people. You can do so many things when you learn how to tell your story. And that's pretty much it guys. I don't got a lot tonight. Like I said, I wanted to keep it kind of short because it is Saturday night. I appreciate every single one of you that's jumped on here and listened to me ramble on about telling your story. I really hope you got some value out of it. If you check out the comments below, I put a link there for you to grab your own copy of Expert Secrets. It's a really good book. Like I said, it has just that format right there which is gonna help you with your marketing, but it's also got Tons of other gold nuggets to help you along your way. And I I love this book. So definitely check it out. $7.95 is all you got to pay. It's like shipping and handling and you get it for free. Oh, should your story be a certain amount of time as to not lose the audience? That's a great question, Joetta. Thank you for asking that before I jumped off of here. Um, Your story and the length, it really depends on the format that you are speaking on. So if you're on a two hour long webinar. I mean the whole two hours isn't gonna beat your story, but you don't have to worry about time constraint as much as if you were on like a 15, 20 minute Facebook live. But I wouldn't worry too much about length. Just try to stick to the questions as much as possible because when you stick to those questions, you're not gonna be tempted to just go off on things that don't really matter. You're kind of sticking to the most important pieces of your story by answering those eight questions. So length, it doesn't necessarily have to be a link. You definitely gotta catch them within the first few seconds um, so that they they stay engaged. And as long as you are going through it and you're you you work on being a captivating speaker, they're gonna wanna pay attention to you. Like if it's a good story, they're gonna wanna listen to you. And by telling it in this format, you start to become a better better storyteller. And another great way or great yeah a great way of Learning how to tell your story is to watch watch TED talks. TED talks are really really good. Also, any of Russell Brunson's um, Russell Brunson sales pre- presentations, like at his events, or you can even YouTube Russell Brunson. You know whatever presentation, like he tells his story and he uses this format in a very captivating way, and you can like watch him and see how he influxes his voice on certain parts of it and just model what he does. And by doing that, you'll become a better storyteller and you'll become a better salesperson or a better marketer because you can understand what he's doing. You can you can see what he's doing because you understand the formula and you understand, okay, there's his backstory, there's his struggles, there's his wall, there's his epiphany, there's his achievement, transformation, all of that. You'll understand where all of that is in his presentation because now you know how he's giving that presentation so watch those watch those presentations watch ted talks listen to people speak listen to people tell their story listen to podcasts too there's a ton of different podcasts where you know people are being interviewed and they're telling their story just like i did with zach yesterday i handed zach those eight questions and i was like this is the format i want you to follow and let's just kind of go from there and so he told his story at the very beginning And then from that, I was able to take out some really good nuggets and really good points and kind of steer the conversation that way. So this works for anything. It works for interviewing people. It works for doing sales presentations. It just works. You can use this format, like I said, this formula for any format or any place that you want to tell your story. So if there's any other questions, I'll hang out for a few minutes, if not, Like I said, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope I explained things well enough for you to kind of understand. And I hope you were able to write down what the eight questions were so that you can go back and look later. You're very welcome, Joetta. Happy to help. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Brimo Live Journey to Six Figures. Tomorrow, I'm actually going to be interviewing Chris Fulker. Thanks for jumping on, dude. We're going to talk tomorrow, and you're going to use that eight, those eight questions to tell your story. So stay tuned tomorrow, guys. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited. Thanks for tuning in. You're awesome. Have a great rest of your Saturday night. See you later. Thanks so much for listening. If you loved it, please leave a review. Rate it on iTunes or wherever you found this podcast. Share it with a friend who would enjoy it. Thank you again for listening to another episode of Grimo Live, Journey to Six Figures. I'll see you on the next one.